Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for round 22, 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is overjoyed that the D's are making the finals for the first time since 06. It's Adam Rosenbachs. What a joyous time. It, uh, the drought is over. Melbourne are in the finals, Michael. And you know what I love? There can be no more embarrassment. This is a side that will not let its fans down. If I've known Melbourne over the last decade, it's just that when they have, when the game is on the line, when it is there to be won, they will fucking win it. <laughs> Mark my words. Melbourne fans, camp out for your grand final tickets. You cannot lose any more games from here. I mean, they had a bad run for a while, like in terms of like those, those games that mean something, but they actually, they delivered today. You can't, you can't Mate, fault Melbourne today. They, they delivered. Beaten, They've beaten a top nine side. I mean, sure, sure, they didn't have either of their key forwards in. Uh, Josh Kennedy didn't play. Jack Darling got lost early. And sure, they blew like a four-goal lead early and then, you know, had to, uh, got, you know, headed and then, you know, finally got in front. But that doesn't matter. None of that matters anymore. They're in the finals and teams like this, they don't embarrass themselves in the finals. <laughs> they will be up and about. They will not be the Richmond of 13, 14, or 15. Oh, dude, they were magical times. Exactly. They? Exactly. They so and, now, good. and now Richmond are good, and we don't have that anymore. No. And that's where I say, welcome to the finals, Melbourne. No, no we need Thanks Melbourne. for coming along. Okay, so we're looking at here. Like, I mean, you're fired up, though. You're, 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 you're not going to jump off the Giants and get on Melbourne. You're going to stay on the Giants for the finals. Oh, as, as much as I'd love to you're get tempted. on board, Melbourne. You're tempted. I, I'm a Giant through and through. Uh-huh. So I can't. I'm not, I'm not one of those wishy washy motherfuckers who just changes teams sure. midstream. <laughs> I'm fucking Giants all the way, mate. Yeah, sure. You cut and, you, and can I you just... bleed charcoal. I do bleed charcoal and a little bit of orange, depending on where <laughs> I'm playing. But can I just say, what a boon for the uh, delicatessen industry as well. Like, if they, if those people are going to be... Say it's a home final. So there's every chance Melbourne are playing the Giants next week uh-huh. in round 23 on the Sunday. That is a final shaper. We haven't had any final shapers yet. We've had eight shapers. Now we're shaping the finals. We've got a few final shapers coming up this week. Yeah, it's going to be massive. Yeah, so Melbourne could potentially end up... Just trying to work it out. So Hawthorne are playing the Swans. So these are the two kind of biggest games, I think. Yes, for mathematically, because Melbourne have a really good percentage. So they can actually, if they win and people lose, they, if fall was right for them, they can actually jump about four spots. They can end up top four. Yeah. They probably won't. What I'm predicting is that Melbourne will get a home final at the MCG because mm-hmm. they will finish fifth and they will play... Geelong. That is my prediction okay. heading in. So, delicatessens around the country, set yourselves. That will either be the Saturday night or the Friday night game in Melbourne. Set yourselves. There are going to be huge orders of uh, cornichons, 
Smoked uh, salmon. To- oh, can you believe the smoked salmon is she? Will it be able to cope? <laughs> the camembert. Woo, boy, oh boy. Like you just, uh, if you, can you imagine, you're just sitting at home, right? You, you don't you don't follow football, mm-hmm. but you're a, uh, you're a maker of a hardwood cheese board. Yeah, sure. And if you're you just a, sitting there. I, I, I reckon in the uh, car park of the MCG, you should do like mm. a, a pop-up cheese shop. <laughs> just have like a whole bunch of different cheeses with people coming into the ground. Mate, if you, that, could you imagine how well that would sell? It's actually a fucking really good idea. We should do that. That is great. If you go next to the footy record cell, if you're just there going, quince paste, get your quince paste. And then people are coming over going, do you want a footy record? It's going, no, Dad, I need the quince. Pate, $5. <laughs> we got your foie gras, people. Because Melbourne and Geelong. Let's not forget, Geelong has some fairly sophisticated uh, supporters as well. So mm. uh, Melbourne Geelong, it's a boon industry. Yeah, fuck, man, pop up at the back of a junk time branded car. We should do... A cheese shop, smoked salmon, pate, mm. get on board. Quince, cornichons, you name it, pickled onions, whatever you need. We we are the dealers. We are Melbourne's dealers. If you see anyone else selling that shit outside the MCG, That's that is, idea. It inf- is an inferior product, and I would not go near. If I see anyone trying to scalp <laughs> some sort of... Uh, some sort of uh, Gruyere. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. oh, take that motherfucker down. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because they are they are muscling in on our fucking turf. Yeah, man. This isn't, this ain't your father's foie gras. Mm. This is going to be one of the greatest weekends. And the thing is, okay, Melbourne supporters. Here, here's what I'm getting to. Right, there's a bye week. They need now to take advantage, knowing that the bye week is coming. So. You can import shit from France. <laughs> you can get uh, some of, you know, South America's finest beef. Yep. Because <laughs> you have a solid almost three weeks from right now to get out there and order that shit and get it over for the grand final. Yeah. You can have some, oh, sorry, grand final, for the elimination final. Yeah. You can have some of the finest cheeses. You can be the envy of everyone in the MCC if you follow the junk time lead. Hey, um, I tell you what you're going to do on that bye week. That's what you're going to do yeah. on the bye week. You can come to our live show. That's what you're going to do with guests mm. Andy Lee and Bob Murphy. It's going to be massive. I'm really looking forward to this show. Tickets can be found at trybooking.com. Jump on board. Uh, they're going. They're going like hotcakes, mate. They're going like pate out of a boot at, before a Melbourne <laughs> final. Can I just say that there, nothing can go wrong with pate out of a boot either. <laughs> <But> <laughs> like, yeah. There will be nothing wrong. So, yeah, it's Sunday the 2nd of September at 4 p.m. We have Bob Murphy locked in. Of course, Andy Lee will be joining us. I am waiting for confirmation on another guest. We have gone for a th- uh, another, another guest to the one we spoke to last week, another premiership hero who was recently injured, so may not be partaking in the finals. He's part of the finals teams. Don't want to let on too much. Waiting to hear back from him this week because he's going in for surgery. He's not sure where he's going to be. Oh, shit. Oh, really? Did you, did you find that out through the text? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, oh, you just discovering this as well. Did I not tell you that during the week? Football is in real life with uh, Adam Rosemarks. Yes. So, uh, they are getting regularly stalked by me. So, trust <laughs> trust me, Junk Timers. We are trying to get ourselves another big guest. They will be a uh, at yeah. least a single premiership player, if not... The four-time premiership player, which I went chasing for today. So, uh, you can, Chamber, you can uh, have your little dreams about who that might be. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're the kingmaker, mate. <laughs> but more I importantly, am. 2nd of September, day after my birthday. So, any gifts mm. that you want to have, uh, mm. maybe you could buy me a gift of a junk time stubby holder. Adam, take it away. 
Uh, available at junktime.bigcartel.com. Uh, the new ones, which uh, I'm doing very well, and be without notice. They've been selling very well. Thank you to everyone who sent in an order so far. I sent out a massive batch on Friday, so hopefully that will start arriving around the country over the next few days. And uh, I tell you what, there you got your grand final coming up. You will stand out from the crowd if you have uh, I'm doing very well, stubby holder. <laughs> You're going to be a talking point. And again, we do apologise. We do have a $7 charge for postage. If eight, I mate. Eight. eight. Sorry about it, guys. Sorry Not about seven. that. That's a seven. I think we're ripping them off. Yeah, and just a little fun fact. You know, if you see postage, come along, dropping off the little uh, stubby holder, just give them a little jumper punch, little yep. jumper punch, just let them know. Yeah. That's not Let right. Know that that's not right. And also, they will be available, of course, at our live shows. So that would be the uh, the bi week show. So you know, double whammy. You get yourself a ticket, have yourself a laugh, have yourself a frothy out of the junk time stubby holder. Hey, uh, should we go through like the ladder, Adam? Uh, yeah, let's have a look at the potential permea- permea- permeations. I think I got it wrong last time. Someone told me I was saying the wrong word, so I should stop using that because I don't know what it is. Isn't it permutations? That is what I mean. Yeah, there we go. Gotcha. Yeah, so we've got Richmond on top. Right. They can't be caught. Okay, Eagles. Okay, today. Okay, now, now they can be caught because their percentage is pretty much the same as Hawthorne and Collingwood. So they're 120.8. Collingwood, 120.7. Hawthorne, 120.5. That is incredible. So, but, okay, let's have a quick look to next week. Uh, the Eagles are playing Brisbane. So you've got to assume... The Eagles have a win there. I know Brisbane have been playing pretty well. Actually, yeah. that's a big ask for the Eagles. Now that I look at it, they're going to travel to Brisbane. That's almost the longest flight apart from going to Hobart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or apart from like if they happen to be playing in... Shanghai. Uh, yeah, or Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the Arctic. Or yeah. Greenland. You know, the many games that are held there. Yeah. Uh, do they rest players? Do they go, you know what? No, they want the home final, don't they? That's a very good question. Yeah, I mean, they still are on the edge for the home final. Yeah, I think they will not be resting people. But yeah, you, I yeah. mean, it's, what, a four-hour flight, I think? Uh, is it five? The direct, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Maybe, maybe five. Yeah. Maybe seven. Let's just say seven. It's a seven-hour flight from yeah, yeah. Uh, Perth to Brisbane, as yeah. is my understanding. Yeah, sure. They, they cross over and um, do a stopover in Darwin and come over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they go to Bali. It's only three hours to Bali if you're, if you're from <laughs> bloody Perth. If you're a FIFO, you got nothing to do for a week. You and, got it's, a bowling. and it's the Eagles, mate, so you got to have a bit of a party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's assume that they can finish second if they should beat the 15th place. You figure they should. Lines. Yeah, you figure they should. Yeah. Then Collingwood are heading over to Fremantle. Fremantle kicked three goals in the opening quarter and then just went, you know what? That'll do us. Yeah, fuck, man. GBH Stadium. They weren't much shop. It was about a 120-point loss in the end. Uh, yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. Pretty embarrassing. And and to they, think about it, like they were like what three years ago, like they were like the unbeatable team. That's been an amazing fall from grace. Mm. Geelong kicked from that point from quarter time. It was twenty three goals to zero. Really, fuck man, fuck. That's that's queuing the rack. That's not even that's taking the queue outside, setting fire to it, getting the rack, smashing it over someone's head, and just burning the joint down. Like they. You cannot give up any heart. Look, even Carlton would have gone. Woo, dude, that's given up. They scored five points from quarter time. Yeah, not one hard goal. fought five points. Yeah, that's it's. Uh, if you're the coach, then what do you? Can you even give him a spray? Or do you well, just go, oh, fuck it? I'm sure. I'm sure if, if we're familiar with Ross Lyon, he would have taken <laughs> it very calmly and yeah. been very relaxed about the whole thing. But no, what but do you I, do? 
I guess if you've given them a spray at half time and then at three quarter time you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, come on. Like, yeah, yeah. seriously? Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the game you're like, you know what, let's just get back to Perth. Cause yeah, sure. It's the, it's the longest journey in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. As, as people say. Chamber hot call. Uh, mm. Ross Lyon should leave Freo. Sacking without notice. Get out of there. To where? Nowhere. You're done, mate. You're done. You're calling time of Ross Lyon's career. Calling time. Calling time. Big Woo! call. But he's just, he's in the midst of a replumb, not a rebuild. He's replumbing the joint. Fuck, man. You're done. Go. Go. You're over. You're over. That is, wow, junk timers. You heard the, <laughs> the most stupid call you're ever going to hear right here on the Junk Time Podcast. All right, so I don't see who replaces? I don't yeah, see a future I, for them. I, I'm backing you up, buddy. Who replaces him? Who do they get in? Uh, Brian Royal. Brian Royal. I feel bad Is for Choco because, like, remember back in the day, he was like oh. always the guy, the candidate, but never got the job. Yeah, so and Choco needs to come in. Get a finally get Choco a job. So even though he's no longer an assistant anywhere, he's probably coaching at like a you know a, a suburban yep. footy team. They just go Choco, and he's like, "Who is it?" He goes, "Frio." They go, oh, yeah, do you, do you need an assistant coach? But there was a decade where he was, like, always the guy who was, like, you know, a candidate and never actually got the job. So bring Choco in. Choco Choco 2019. That's my campaign. Okay. All right. So Choco Royal to coach the Fremantle Dockers. Because is his – was he an assistant there at some stage? Let's have a look. I can look him up now. I've got the internet. And <laughs> I'm doing just, very well. Just quickly – do chocolate royal biscuits still exist? Uh, good question. Gluten free, so I have lost the uh, uh, biscuit um, knowledge that I would have had. Uh, here we go. He was a assistant at Melbourne Bulldogs, Richmond, uh, both of them under Terry Wallace. In December '09, he joined St Kilda as development coach. After one season, he returned to Melbourne as assistant. So, and now VAFA. For Bo Morris oh. in the Amos. that's a, I mean that's a pretty that's a pretty easy step to go from the to you know the Amos straight into Frio. I mean he's probably he would have been level four before level four existed. I suppose so. Let's find out where um where the where Bo Morris are playing in the Amos. I used to play at Amos, uh, Adam. Uh, D four division, one best first year player. Thank you very much. Don't want to talk about it. No big deal. Where'd you come in the BNF if you won first? Best year player. Uh, I think about eighth. I Best think. first yeah. year. Oh, eighth. That's not bad. That's that's up and about. Can I just say, just uh, uh, chocolate royal still exist, and they're only two bucks fifty from your local Woolworths. <laughs> Here we go. I love going to an amateur football club website because their information is very regularly, uh, yeah. uh, unregularly uh, updated. <laughs> updated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I'm. I'm. I just looked it up. It's like you know, coaching panel. It's like yeah, that's not there. Um. Uh, but yeah, Bo Morris. Okay, they're a thing. Okay, I'm cooking around. They're a thing. Have they got a? Have they got an event listed uh, for something that happened in February? Yeah, they appear to be the Sharks. Uh, back oh. on the website now. Uh, senior list. Here we go. Yeah, what what events have they got coming up? Let's find out. Club history news. A little bit of a plug for the Bo Morris Amos. Yeah. For the Sharks. Uh, under 18s team. Uh, senior Mate, team. Can you stop looking at under 18? Uh, aged boys? <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've, I've told you about this. <laughs> it's actually the women's team, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. They've got a raffle coming up. Here we go. You get, we can win 10 grand on the raffle. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, and you can win 
uh, Mercedes-Benz drive day for two people. So uh, you get a Benz for a day, I think. Okay, that's a pretty shit price. Everyone jump on board the ammos. So they're, yeah, they're, well, they're playing Old Halebury in this, because I think, I think Old Halebury would be maybe A division, so. Okay, anyway. so you're thinking they're a top flight team. So what you're saying is that Choco is ready to go. Ready to go, yeah, absolutely, ready to fit in, yeah. Okay, well, Michael Chamberlain making the big calls. Yeah, Ross Lyon, get out of there. Done. 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 Yeah, okay. So. Um, I'm done. What about, quickly, could Ross Lyon go back to the Saints? Alan Richardson's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, fuck, man. I mean, I mean, Saints are in trouble too, man. Like, ah, Well, they're getting rid geez. of all his assistants. I know, yeah. see, the thing is the Saints made their five-year prediction that they would be in the uh, eight. Mm-hmm. By this age, and they, they said that they would have a second Premiership Cup by 2020. Now, can I just point out, that hasn't not happened yet. No, good point, actually. It might be too early to pull the pin on Alan. Yeah, exactly. You know, they said, hey, hey, 2020, man, we'll give ourselves two years, bro. Yep, yep. Two years, don't fuck me around. You know, other teams came from nowhere. The Doggies did it pretty much in two years. Yeah, sure, sure. And I, I think I love about the Saints is, like, they're not, they're just not, too ambitious. <laughs> like, they're, just like, they're just like, you know, it's just another one. Like, we're fine with that. Like, just one. Just one more. We'll be cool with that. Uh, you know what's nice? It's just to see a Hawthorne fan endearing themselves to everyone else in the NFL. <laughs> just when people thought, oh, maybe that Michael Chamberlain's not a bad bloke. And no, then they I'm hear that and they're like, what a fucking dog. I am a shit bloke, yeah. Hey, can we get to them? Can we get to them? Can we talk about them? Can we talk about them? Hang on, just quickly. So I, uh, our prediction is West Coast v Collingwood uh, in the, would that be the second qualifying final? I never know how this shit works. I always put him in weird orders. Yep. But I think it'd be West Coast v Collingwood, two versus three. That's my prediction. Let's get to your scumbag team playing the Sydney Swans. Okay, yeah. Huge game at the SCG. Yeah. The Swans, over the last few weeks have come from nowhere. Yeah. Everyone wrote them off after their loss to the, the Suns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They led by 28 points, somehow lost that game. And then everyone went, Swans are cooked, it's all over. Buddy's only trained for 20 minutes. They will never win another game in their history. Yeah. Have turned it round, ensconced in the, uh, in the eight, and mm. now battling it out with Hawthorne for the final top four position. This will be the thing. Like it'll be like the winner gets top four and the loser won't. Yeah, like it's quite remarkable. It's gonna be very exciting on um, Saturday night. I'm gonna head along, Adam. Gonna be a lot of fun. I haven't been to an SCG game for a while. Oh, of course you're gonna get there. That is great. Yeah, I'm gonna bust out the old Cyril jumper, mate. Uh, he doesn't play anymore. That's a bit embarrassing. Which I remember the last time I went to an SCG match because I got the Hawthorne jumper and I've written Cyril on the back of it where the number should be. And the mm. last time I went to an SCG match, I overheard a guy behind me going, why would you... What a fuckwit. Well, he kind of did. He was like, why would you ruin a perfectly good jumper like that? And I'm like, back the fuck up, mate. I fucking, I'll go fucking Melbourne fan <laughs> at GBH Stadium on you. <laughs> but I remember that. It's like, what you, what? I'm like, why are you having a go at me? Like... I can hear you. I can, I can hear you, dickhead. Yeah, I wanted to make sure you could hear me. Because <laughs> fuck you, you idiot. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so Ruffy to Hawthorne. Uh, sorry, Ruffy to Carlton. That's the story. That's what they're saying. Now, uh, it's because on two fronts, one, that Hawthorne have a bit of a, uh, a thing now for getting rid of loved sons. Mm-hmm. They go, you know what? You're superfluous to our needs. We've bled you dry. Yeah, yeah. You can go fuck off to some other team. They did it to Sam Mitchell. They did it to Jordan Lewis. 
And it, it scarred Jordan Lewis so much that his hair grew back. <laughs> That's what I can't believe. They did it to Luke Hodge. I never thought they could do it to Hodgie, but he saw the writing on the wall. He retired, then he unretired, and yeah, you know, had to turn. And now, Ruffy's still contracted for a couple more years at Hawthorne, mm-hmm. but because he's got that connection with Brendan Bolton, mm-hmm. they're talking about his leadership would be fantastic down at Carlton. Because I don't know if you've noticed, Michael. But there is a bit of a leadership void down at Carlton. You think? Do you think much? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't really have much leadership. So have they actually talked to him, or is it like a bit of a journo doing a bit of a beat-up? No, I believe that Brendan Bolton has sounded out Jared Roughhead and mm-hmm. just said, hey, you know, if if it's on the cards or if, you know, potentially Hawthorne are kind of sounding you out to see whether or not you should go on or whether you think you're going to continue to get proper game time. Sure. Come to the Blues, yeah. and you know we'll bloody help you out. I'm not sure, as a positional player, he's what Carlton needs. Okay, sure. So you don't want like good players at your club? No, yeah, I, yeah, but no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, it, I know. What to, I, I hear what you're saying. Fuck, that's I, a, I, fair, a fair Robbo moment there, right there. I, hey, I hear it. Fuck, man. Did you see Robbo the other night on um on 360? And he gave away his fucking um, credit card details. What? No, he no? was no. He got like the email saying, you know, um, you know, the email you get like three times a week, and it's like, you know, your credit card has been like impinged or something. So yeah. type in your details, and so he was like, oh yeah, cool, okay, security update, and then he um, and so he typed in his details, and he's like, I've got no fucking bank account, I've got no phone, like he replied to one of those emails. Is that right? Dude, you got to check it out. It's hilarious. Oh, man, that uh, that makes me uh, amused. Imagine just him having it. He's got to pay cash for his bourbon. <laughs> Cigarettes. He's like, oh, he's, he's down the street just going, oh, mate, mate can, can I have a dart? They go, oh, you robber. He's like, come on, mate. He's out the front of a 7-Eleven. Just like, yeah. oh, mate, can you, go, can you, can you buy me some um, uh, Winfield 50s? <laughs> mate, he's outside. Uh, he's standing underneath Lee Matthews at the MCG. This guy, mate. mate. Has anyone got? You got half of a can of bit bourbon there, mate? Oh, uh, sure. You can't text. You can't send dick pics. It's, uh, it's a not, not, nightmare for Robbo. It's not easy. It's not easy being Robbo. I tell you that. Anyway, back to uh, back yeah. to Jared Ruffhead. Important issue. Yeah. What Carlton need is uh, we need a, a solid. Good midfielder to teach our midfield what to do and stuff. You know, although I guess with Ruffy, it'd be good to, you know, have his forward craft. Yeah. Because it's all about leading patterns. Yeah, okay. So who's your full forward at the minute? Well, we've got kind of Harry Mackay and Charlie Kerno. See, they're mm-hmm. both going to be very good players, and you just wonder where Ruffy would fit in yeah, that sure, sure, pecking sure. order. But, we, you know, we, we're desperate for midfielders. That's why, that's why I say, as much as we love Ruffy, and he's a fantastic player, we need midfield. Well, maybe we'll get Sam Mitchell out of retirement. Huh. Yeah, sure, sure. That would suit us better. Have we moved on much more about where he might go? Like, the Eagle was like, has that story developed a great deal? The talk is that he's going to go back to Hawthorne. Yeah, gotcha. Well, there was an article Which, about him doing a kind of a few years under Clarko and then taking over. Yeah, but don't you find that a bit strange? Like, cause when did Clarko sign to? Uh, I think he has a contract one. I think it's a contract to the end of the next year, but they're like in talks about. Oh, I thought he extended it. Yeah, okay. I mean, again, I, I, I would, I would love Sam Mitchell to go to Carlton. I think that would be a great fit. He's mates with Bolts, and you know, 
Carlton need his his bloody know how. We got to we got to tap into his IP. Michael. Yeah, sure, sure. Hey, yeah. what do you think about the uh, grey jumper? Brendan Bolton not happy about it. Does not like it. And apparently, as I think it's shit. I didn't mind the white one. I liked Carlton's white and blue alternative strip. I thought that was all right. Mm-hmm. But apparently Carlton have gone to Nike and said, hey, guys, we'd like to go back to the white one. And they can't turn it around in time. They can't make the jumpers in time for next season. So it's going to be another year. Really? And you're like, That sounds really weird. You tell those kids, get rid of the fucking grey dye, make it white, or else you fucking pays cut to... Ten cents an hour, you but, little shit. But you can get a t-shirt made in like a few hours. Like, how come you Fif- can't get a football minutes, jumper made? Mate. Yeah, fifteen minutes. I can get a t-shirt with your face printed on it. Yeah, absolutely. That's really strange. That's so weird. Uh, can't they? Can't they just bleach? I mean, I don't know a lot about the uh, fashion industry. I don't own. I'm not. You know, I don't have uh, Nina and or Pasadena t-shirts. You know, I'm not a fashion. <laughs> I'm not a fashion baron. We'd have to ask Buddy about this kind of <laughs> stuff. Available in Harrods. Do you know Harrods? Harrods is the thing. Do I know Harrods? Yeah. I believe I know Harrods. Yeah. That's what Buddy said to me. He said, do you know Harrods? <laughs> I told that story, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. I think you told it when we were at uh, the Giants game. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So Robert Wall said the jumper was disgraceful and insipid. Uh, and then Brennan Bolton said, I agree. Don't like the jumper. I like navy blue and the white emblem on the front. I'm a traditionalist. Mm. I reckon it's a powerful jumper. I think it's the most iconic jumper in the competition. Probably had Eddie pretty angry there. Uh, mm. I love our navy blue jumper. What are your thoughts on it? Like, as a Carlton supporter, I'm kind of... I, I don't love it, but I don't hate its guts like so many people do. Yeah, I don't get too fussed about jumpers, but, I, I mean, Hawthorne's on the same boat by the fact they've said that they're going to wear just brown and gold and then have a pink one for one game a year. Yes. Uh, and they've got rid of the Power Ranger thing. But I do think they get a bit too creative with the jumpers and they kind of just go... I get it if you need a clash, like if you need a clash one for other clubs to... You know, differentiate, but I do think they go a bit crazy, and well, I don't I, know why the blues are wearing grey. Yeah, it, it, the the reverse, the white and blue was was totally fine. Yeah. I thought the Essendon one on uh, Friday night was really strange when they were playing the Tigers. So they had like a red jumper, mm-hmm. but then also a red sash, and it's kind of like, why wouldn't you have a black sash? Yeah, like, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I just I couldn't see sense. You're right, they go too far. They're too fanciful. Your Power Rangers one was just fucking embarrassing. Well, yeah, like that's not a football jumper. That was just like weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that 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 wasn't cool. All right, so Hawthorne are playing the Swans. You think Hawthorne will finish top four? Well, I hope. I can't say for sure, but I hope. Yeah. So then you. What do you play... hope? You 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 hope they do surely. So they get beaten in the first round. <laughs> Oh, you know what, though? If Hawthorne finish fifth. Okay, so the other big game there is uh, Melbourne are playing the Giants. So if Hawthorne... So Hawthorne or Sydney will not finish fifth, okay? Whoever wins that one will stay fourth, and then Melbourne or the Giants will finish fifth. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay, gotcha. So the loser is that. The loser is that goes to sixth. Yep, gotcha. Gotcha. Of Hawthorne and City, which still means they have a home game. But I was just saying, if you finish fifth, it could be a Hawthorne-Geelong first final. Oh, but fuck. it won't. Th- that can't happen. It's okay. That oh, cannot happen. Phew. Phew. I've done... It probably can. I've just done it in my head, and my ladder predicting in my head isn't great. Yeah. The ladder predictor is like getting like... That's like the most viewed website of the week. This week. Like yeah, trying to do be, all the different types. 
It'll be a fair bit of fun. So, uh, so the other big game, the other big shaper is Melbourne playing the Giants next Sunday afternoon. So if Melbourne win that, they should go to fifth. So Melbourne, with a win, will have a home final in the first week, as we said before. Okay, sure. So who do Port and Geelong have? Because they seem to be the ones who can get in. Well, at the moment now, Geelong... So what Port needs to happen, Port need to beat Essendon. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Port need... They need to beat Essendon. And they need a Geelong loss... And the Geelong are playing the Suns down at GBH, so that is going to be a horrific game. But say the Suns get up, because they get a lot of passion, the Suns. They fucking stand for something. Mm-hmm. Say they beat uh, Geelong, then Port can get in if they win. Or if Geelong beat the Suns and Port beat Essendon by, I think it's about 650 points. <laughs> Then Port can sneak into the eight on percentage. Yeah, gotcha. And I'm looking at North and Adelaide now, so that's about three quarter time, and Adelaide are thirty points up. So North, it appears their finals dream is over. Well, both of their teams, their dream yes. is over. It's all over. So it's going to be. Uh, so basically, the eight is set. It's just who's playing what and where and how shit is happening. Yeah. Um, what did you think about during the week? The, the Q clash was played on the weekend. The uh, the Lions got up by three point three or four points. And uh, Nick Robertson said that the Suns were soft. Yeah, no. so he did that a few days before the match. Mm, yeah. Pretty big call. Very big call. Oh, good call. Pertinent call. <laughs> <laughs> Smart call. Wise call. But, but uh, I mean, pretty pretty rich to uh, say that. So what's he got here? He said, uh, uh, yeah, uh, looking at, oh, no, that's not Nick there. Oh, it says Fagan's pet hate is giving opposition any ammunition. And it's a weird thing. Like within the four walls of the of the club, you would say that, and you'd go, "Oh yeah, you know, we agree with it," but you don't say it out loud. It's one of those things. I remember Mitch Robertson Robinson said a few years ago when he was a Carlton. I think it may have been Brisbane that they chose to play bruise free footy. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So and so Fagan came out after the game and he said, "I'm disappointed with Nick Robertson's comments about the Gold Coast Suns. Mm-hmm. It's not what we think about them." And it's not what Nick thinks about them either. And you know what, Fago? I reckon it is, mate. Because he <laughs> fucking said it. Said it out he loud. said it with his mouth, yeah. So he was doing a radio interview and they, he said, um, I'm looking forward to getting stuck into them on the weekend and so are all the other boys. I reckon they're soft, to be completely honest. So I'm looking forward to getting into them. Dude. So I don't know if you read between those lines where he says, I reckon they're soft, to be completely honest. I reckon if you pick up a vibe on that, he's saying... In all honesty, they're soft. Even though Fagan said he doesn't mean that. That's that's what I'm picking up from that. Yeah, yeah. And he also said, like, they reckon they're the team in Queensland and so do we. Oh, mate. Queensland's not big enough for two. That's, I mean, that's, just set, that's set a world on fire, hasn't but it, it? But if you look at it factually, like, they're both teams in Queensland. So, like, they reckon they're a team in Queensland. Yeah, you are. And so do we. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, like, Brisbane also thinks they're a team in Queensland. Like, you you just kind of stating the fact. Yeah, oh, you, you don't want to bring facts into this shit. That's where people <laughs> get really angry. What did you think after the game that uh, Dane Zorko had a crack at Tuke Miller and those two um, didn't shake hands after the last yep. Q clash? Yeah, and now this one, they kind of had a bit of muck around. They shook hands. Yeah, it wasn't a great look. I, I, no. I don't know. The shaking hand things, like I, back in when I played, like did you shake hands much? Like I, I was never really a big handshaker. And if someone shook my hand, I was like, that's weird. 
Oh, I was more of a hugger. Yeah, I was a hugger, <laughs> bit of a kiss. You know, just like a really just to let them know that I thought they played a terrific game. Yeah, sure. I mean, after just, the game, I would, but like pre-game, I'm like, oh uh, no, nah, pre-game, I think I always would. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Nah. I'm Although so... it was always hard, you know, when you come off the bench in the third quarter, you don't shake hands and say good luck. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what's wrong with you, you fucking idiot? Hey, <laughs> uh, disturbing news from uh, umpire Matt Stevie. Uh, Not Matt Stevick. He's one of my favourites. You know that. Yeah, sorry, what happened? Stevick, yeah. He revealed the mental toll on being an umpire. Oh, no. Are they okay? He would get death threats. He revealed he received a death threat after paying a mm. push-in-the-back free kick against Cam Mooney, Mooney in the 2010 qualifying, grand fi- uh, qualifying final. Gee, words aren't my tools. Um, but uh, do you remember that free kick? I No, I don't. Do you? That was a push-in-the-back... Uh, I think it might have been Lingy, might have kicked a goal, and then Cam Mooney got done for a push in the back, and so therefore, I think, yeah, against the Saints, and so it was a very close game, like three-point game. Okay. So, Geelong kind of kicked the winning goal, and then it got called back for a push in the back. Is that, like, as an umpire, is that, is that like, so far out of the blue that you've copped a bit of a, a death threat? Like, isn't that just, you know, par for the course? Like, oh, how'd your day go today? Yeah, not bad. I uh, bounced the ball pretty well. I thought some of my decisions were really good. Uh, someone threatened to blow up my car on the drive home. <laughs> um, and I thought, you know, I ran out the game pretty strongly. It's like, it's like part of the game, isn't it? I, I, I figure, like, yeah. Like, I figure, I mean, if, if it's not part of the game, then it should be. Like, Yeah, like uh, I imagine that when they go to umpire's training, yeah, there's, a bit like, of, there's a bit of ball bouncing, then there's a bit of, I'm fucking I'll murder your family, you fucking dog! <laughs> And then they go and, you know, practice holding the ball decisions or whatever they do. Yeah, like they, they tell you how to kind of, you know, throw the ball back in for a boundary umpire and then they tell you how to um, deactivate your um, social media by the, <laughs> fact, by the fact you got doxxed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, like, um, once they've taught you how to bounce the ball properly, they also teach you how to set up a CCTV network yeah. around your house. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah, you know. Get a fake name, get um, facial hmm. surgery to <laughs> never look like you again. Yeah, exactly. Or how to, like, uh, when you go to the letterbox to find, when you uh, first time... Uh, to find a single bullet in the letterbox. Yeah, with a, with a note that just says, the next <laughs> one's coming a lot faster. <laughs> oh, it's very sad for his uh, friends and family. Now, <laughs> but that, is, that is full on, though. That is full on. That's mad. That's mad. Mate, I've had death threats. Yeah, true. You know, you got a bunch. You should read them out on the show. <laughs> yeah, no, it's water off a duck's back, mate. You get used to them after a while. You've had your address put online. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Yeah, your phone number put online, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And he also says, um, I had a death threat out of that particular game, but since then there hasn't been anything to that degree. You know what I say to that? Is how about you get your fucking decisions right, mate? Well, that's the thing. Maybe it was a bad call. I mean, it was it was one of those kind of iffy calls. It was a, a push in the back, uh, a, a kind of a tackle... And yeah. then the push in the back came from the tackle, so kind of the follow through, and so yeah, okay. it was one of those fifty-fifty calls where, gee, they don't get paid that often, but it's kind of there, but not paid that often. I do remember that one. Um, you know what I like? Uh, he says this is in a radio interview. He says it's uh, it's something we have to deal with. I would never say it is common, but it has happened before. And the AFL Integrity Unit has dealt with it very quickly on each occasion. Now, does that mean there's like a crack team in the AFL Integrity Unit? They go. Boys, boys, we've got a fucking death threat. And they go out and they neutralise someone. Like, you know, you're at home and it's just like, 
AFL Integrity like, Unit. Yeah, <laughs> boom, in comes the door. <laughs> fucking bang. You get a butt of the rifle to your face. You fucking threaten an umpire again, mate. You're like, I didn't know. That. I thought it was in the. I didn't think it was in the back. <laughs> and then you're just like a marked man. You yeah, know, they just. Sure. You know, sure, next they're time, like they're like black ops. Like that, they, they killed Osama. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So next time, you know, you've given the threat, you get in your car, you look in the rear vision mirror, it's just a, <laughs> an integrity. AFL integrity officer just sitting in the car behind you, just flashes his high beams. What do you tweet at ten fifty five on a Friday night? <laughs> we're monitoring <laughs> We're monitoring your calls to S E N We're telling you, mate, you back off. I don't wanna hear I don't wanna hear you bag the umpires. I don't want to hear you call them white maggots. Fuck, mate. We heard what you said to Jared Waitley at 9.07. <laughs> if you say that Michael Christian doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> ever again, mate, you'll fucking disappear. <laughs> do you understand? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Fuck, I love the Black Ops AFL oh, integrity That's unit. hilarious. That'd be awesome. <laughs> They got some work cut out for them, but I like what they do. We fucking heard some fucking talk that you didn't want to, you didn't want a Twilight Grand Final. Now change your fucking tune, all right? The next time that you say a Zupa Duper goal does not belong in our game, mate, you'll be fucking talking with a machine, mate. There are three types of salt, and they're all at Eddie Ab Stadium. <laughs> If you bring up Matani or any other interstate <laughs> fucking salt again, <laughs> if you say that the AFL has wasted billions of dollars <laughs> on those two extra franchises one more fucking time, we'll mate. We'll break your fucking thumb, mate. <laughs> it's a fucking good footbridge and it came in under budget. It came in under budget. Shut your mouth! For some reason we got it from Malaysia, but that's no, no, the point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. What a great unit. Uh, I love it. Good improv, mate. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we'll wrap up shortly, but uh, kangaroo, kangaroo tendons are going to be used for knees. So off the back of Alex Johnson, apparently a can- kangaroo knee tendon is like six times stronger than a um, human tendon. No, kangaroo tail tendon. Oh, really? From the tail. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not looking for, like, kangaroos that have blown out their ACL. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're, apparently, they've been, they're looking to trial the tendon from a kangaroo because um, it's six times stronger than a human tendon. Now, how's this? So, they were talking about, uh, like, Alex Johnson is the, the test case just because he's had five on the one leg. Yeah. So, they say they pull the, hand, the tendon usually from the hamstring. That's where they get it from. Then they put it into your knee. Mm-hmm. Then if you do it again, they'll go for the other hamstring on the other leg yep. or a patella tendon, yeah. which causes extra recovery time. Then uh, it says here, tissue from a friend or a donor is often rejected. Does it have to be a friend? I'm like actually, you go, hey, Chamber. I'm actually uh, wondering, yeah, like if I, if, if I blow out my knee, like would you give me a tendon? Yep. That's very kind yep. of you. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good like that. Would and you, it says here, what? Would you, give yeah. me a, would you give me a kidney? Uh, if I'm playing in the grand final, yeah, I would. Cool. Can I have a new liver? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if it means you get to Mad Monday on time, <laughs> I will give you that liver. It says also, uh, material from a cadaver hmm. may be from someone much older than the player. Like, is that the issue that it's an old cadaver? Like, what if 
as as sad as it sounds, do you go looking for healthy twenty eight year olds? Well, I suppose so. Like that'd be a thing. Like if you do get a, a, a ten, yeah any kind of organ donation from someone who may be seventy, like you do have to you know deal with the fact that that is a seventy year old organ. I'd never kind of considered that. So, mm. so should they be looking for? Should football teams? One of your players goes down, then. You send out your own. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, assassinations going on in this show. But they send out uh, looking for a healthy 25 year old, and they're like, "Hey, buddy, you got good knees. You go great knees, really great knees." And mm. all of a sudden, pop, 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 and then they go, "Alex Johnson, you're back in the game." And like, where'd you get this? Where'd you get this uh, this uh, um, anterior cruciate ligament from? This looks young and hearty and fresh. I go, mate, do you want to play or not? <laughs> Stop with the questions, mate. Yeah, sure. I think that's another job for the AFL integrity unit. I think. Yeah. I think they're across things. Yeah, but I mean, it's pr- I mean, what's the what they talk about? Calf's blood was the all the rage a bit ago. Yes. Injecting then, that. Then they were talking about the Lars. Obviously, the Lars is like a piece of Gore-Tex that would go into the knee that apparently was very big with uh, infection. Would often get infected and gotcha. would, sna- would snap. It just wouldn't graft properly. That's the thing about using your own uh, tendons is it eventually grafts. And Lars seems to have kind of fallen by the wayside now, doesn't it? Yeah, it just had like a bit of a, a patch, but yeah. from what they're saying in this article, a lot of the surgeons are like, Lars, it's a joke. Only a couple worked. And I think Nick Malcheski was the only one who it's kind of was successful on, and then I think that went in his anyway. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I, I mean, I'm, I'd be open to having a kangaroo tendon put in if I ever did an knee or something like that. I'd be more than happy. Well, it says here that uh, this is how good they are. They're so tough and strong, they were used as chewy treats for dogs. So I figure anything that can survive being a chewy treat for a dog hell. Yeah. is good enough to be a replacement ACL. I've always said that. Do you get on a uh, bit of kangaroo steak every now and then? I do love a kangaroo steak. Yeah. I'm not averse to it, and I think that uh, if it tastes delicious and it helps you run faster, I'm all for it. Yeah, sure. Alex should get on board, I reckon. Yeah, and how good to have your national animal in your body to help you win a grand final. I think that is just as fucking Aussie as you can how get. How fucking Aussie can you get, mate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe get the teeth of a Tassie devil or something like that. And actually, you win the flag, and then you carry around the, the kangaroo that gave you the uh, tendon in the cup. <laughs> or you all dine on it at Mad Monday. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Put it on the, on the spit roast. <laughs> yeah. Can you spit roast a kangaroo? That's a big fucking spit roast. <laughs> We can bloody do what we fucking want, mate, because it's fucking that is Australia. True. That is true. Hey, should we wrap it up, Adam? We should, I think. Hey, should we uh, give a shout-out again for our live show, September 2, day after my birthday. Let's not forget that. Andy Lee and Bob Murphy are going to be joining us. Tickets at trybooking.com. And stubby holders, Adam. Jugtime.bigcartel.com. Get your orders in. They are moving quite nicely. Not going to say they're going out the door because they're not, but they will be available at the live show as well. Ten bucks on the day. Uh, but you can get them online. And, again, we apologise for the Australia Post postage. Jumper punch, jumper punch. We're going to hit the road. Exactly. Could be a very, very exciting episode next weekend. Next weekend. Oh, I'm looking at it. It's tantalising, Adam. It's so close I can touch it. The top four. The top four. Go Swans. Go Hawks.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.